We are back for episode four for the last time in our current studio. Holy shit. Upgrades, baby. Upgrades. 45 Sudbury, no more. (laughs) Sorry to just give your previous address to the entire world. It's okay. Come, Rich. (laughs) But (laughs) nothing odd. What are you going to take? A piece of dust from the top of the fridge? (laughs) What's the excitement levels like? New studio. New soundtrack. Oh, what a stretch. Okay. I got to announce before we continue, we're currently watching the biggest Jays game of the year. It's in the ninth inning. You'll sweat with us for the next eight minutes. Jordan Romano just absolutely dealing. Um, but Crayfish, you're right. Last uh, last episode in the studio. Um, heading into week four of the NFL. And once again, like we're going to squeeze it into an hour, but I think we could sit here and talk for six, seven hours about last Sunday, upcoming Sunday, picks, analysis, fantasy, whatever it might be. But before we get there, how are we doing? Puppy? Bro, life is pretty good right now. Football's in full swing, it feels like. Yeah, oh yeah. Bro, Which is just, it just by. changes. It changes like my whole week. We talk about all that. Like the whole week looks different when football's just in full swing. Thursdays are in. Saturday's college. Sunday's NFL. Monday night. Before you know it, it's Thursday again. And then repeat, repeat, repeat. Like taking the quarter of the season's done after Sunday. Does that not make you like so sad? I mean, I want to kill put, myself. When you put it that way, it's pretty brutal. But like playoffs, Super Bowl. Am I in like the, like? Am I on an island here to say like that I hate like playoff football? You you hate playoff football. I would way rather a regular season Sunday than playoff. No, football. It's, just, it's, just, no. it's just more game. If like, it's not your team, you'd way rather like Scott Hansen on a, on like week yes. eleven yeah, for sure. That may have came out wrong. I love for playoff sure. football. Yeah, so it, but the actual act of chilling watching football stinks. It's not as good. It's not as good unless, again, like, it's your team. Then it's just. I mean, I know you know nothing yeah, about you. Because yeah. <laughs> you were like you were like seven last time they made the playoffs, but <laughs> or the Miami boat pick. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, Saints and Steelers, like we kind of know the feeling. Uh, but bro, honestly, that exact mindset is why I'm in love with college. Like you literally have 15 games per slate for four slates on a Sunday. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. And then the bowl games just get out of control. Oh, my like, God. It's like 1130 on a Tuesday and like the Hawaii Bowl's kicking off. You're watching like Boise State versus UCLA. Yeah. Bowl, bowl season's great, but it's only week four. So we need to we need to pump the brakes on the season. When I'm, I'm tripping balls. Already. We need to pump the brakes on playoffs. Um, but that being said, it was a crazy week in the NFL yeah, last it was, week. It, it was a crazy weekend. Another struggle for the rookie quarterbacks. Um, but crazy games. Any games that stood out to you guys? Where do we start? My God, let's start on Thursday night, where the Carolina Panthers just you have, you have something to talk about in that game. <laughs> they just they just big Davis Mills fan. Well, David I, Mills. I, I think yeah, I think David like, Mill. I think for all of our fantasy lovers, like we need to talk about the fact that once again, the number one undisputed pick, Chris McCaffrey, is just a bandaid. He's uh, not even a bandaid. It's just such a fluke. Those injuries are so fluky. Three four weeks. Can't expect your guy to play 17 weeks. He's becoming a band-aid. I don't know yet. Like, Dalvin's a band-aid. Dalvin, Dalvin is, Cook is Dalvin's a, a hold-your-breath like, every carry. He's, like, yes, the number one sponsor for he, the brand But he band-aid. always plays. Like, he's hurt, and then he'll... I didn't he see go- him on the field last week. Did you? No, no, he didn't play last <laughs> week. But, like, <laughs> yeah. he's probable this week. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. My problem with owning Dalvin Cook, which I do in a league... Um, yeah, not in real life. Um, I hate when players play questionable. Like, the worst thing for me is, like, Dalvin Cook will play, but he'll only, like, he'll be limited. 
but he'll get goal line like red zone t- carries. Like I'd rather him just be out and I can start Madison. Yeah, hundred percent. Versus yeah. like, which is what is going to happen with McCaffrey. Like with this type of injury, there's no way they're going to rush him back. So when he's back, he's going to be a hundred percent. What are your expectations for Chuba? Like fantasy or just real life? Both. I think real life it's a disaster, like downgrade personally, just because I don't think Christian McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey is like replaceable in any means. I think fantasy wise he'll put up good numbers because I think they're still going to feed the ball um, through the backfield. But I think I think Carolina is going to struggle a little bit without McCaffrey, and the cornerback down too doesn't help. But I think McCaffrey is obviously a huge loss, even with. I loved how they McCaffrey. got um, yeah. CJ uh, Henderson. Henderson. Yeah, gorgeous. Philly up. needs like the, like that's what some teams just don't like to do. But yeah. like someone goes down, like fill the. Like need. You're telling me fill the need. Who the fuck in the NFL wouldn't trade? What did they trade a fifth or sixth round pick? It's ridiculous. The guy went twentieth overall like two years ago. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Every team should be lining up for that. A hundred percent. And it's crazy how the good teams just the good teams are so good at doing that. Like obviously I'm not talking about Carolina, but like Kansas City, like oh Josh Gordon's reinstated, like yeah, we'll take him. Right. Like, we'll take Rich, Richard we'll take, Sherman with Tampa. We'll take Bay. the Pro Bowler. Oh, we need a corner, all our corners are hurt. Yeah, we'll go sign Richard Sherman, like five time all pro. <laughs> like that's what the good teams do. Like the yeah. bad teams don't do that. No, it's like their crazy. players go down and they just throw in <laughs> throw in the season. Yeah. But think go about get the, a guy. Th- think about that pitch though. Not every team can do that. Right. Right. That's like, true. That's true. Like Tom Brady goes, Yo, Rich, what's up? You interested in like winning a Super Bowl? Yeah, or? There's no better pitch than a blank check. And if you're in that desperate need for a, uh, for a player and they're a free agent, which means they're not getting paid anything, a blank check could change a lot of things. Also, C.J. Henderson, it's just a trade. It's a fucking trade, a fifth rounder. Yeah. You can't trade a fifth rounder for a position that you need because of injury. And he will start right away. Who st- re- NFL ready. Yeah. It's crazy. That makes no it sense really, to me. It really is crazy to me. I'll touch on Chuba, Chuba, Chuba quick because you mentioned it. He was an absolute horse at Oklahoma State. Like, he was. just a horse. And, like, I, I think that talent can come to the NFL. I'd be, I'm really excited to see him this week. Um, I think the next few weeks he'll make a name for himself, but he's no McCaffrey. Um, but like, where do I begin? The fir- the first <laughs> I open up my phone to go to the score. The first game I saw was Ravens. <laughs> Is that where we start? Because that was the craziest thing I've seen in football in 15 years. What was almost crazier to me than the field goal, which is just unbelievable, is that I watched Hollywood Brown drop three touchdowns, like three guaranteed touchdowns two were actually in yeah. the end zone yeah and one was wide open down the field things like that to even be in a position where you need to kick the 66 yarder it made no sense that they were there because they should have been up three touchdowns like actually yeah, three yeah, touchdowns. Right, right justin tucker it's one of those times when it's like you need something crazy to happen and if you can have one person on earth to do it for you you had him like is there another person on earth you would rather kicking that ball yeah. no no give me no. ronaldo i say no no shit yeah give me justin tucker yeah. He is the best person to have in that spot, which is just, I mean, not lucky. It's just that's why that's why you're paying him. Yep. The, my, the first thing I thought about, and, like, you'll love this, and everybody who went to camp loves this, like, that reminded me of, like, you're down two in rafter ball, and it, like, had to hit, like, the top and go over. Like, it was, like, a perfect, like, oh, rafter yeah, ball was, shot. It was unbelievable. It was nuts. I cannot believe it hit the bar and went in. That's just. It hit the bar so deep, though. It hit, like, the deep part of the ball, the bar. But yeah, it was right. It hit the back bar. Yeah, it hit the yeah, back, back bar. of the bar. Yeah, yeah. Which so like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm no scientist, but if if you had the Lions there, well, you're not, no one's taking Lions money line. Yeah, first of all, you had the Lions there, which is a problem. Fair. There was one guy who I saw parlay. It was like 25 bucks, win like 40 grand. And his last leg was the Lions. ML. ML. 
That's disgusting. Yeah, but that's like that's like me having like the dumbest thing as my last leg. But I like know his last leg was five to one. Yeah, his last leg the entire off. Yeah, his last leg was plus four hundred. Oh great, you won fucking like like Saints money line. Yeah. Yeah. I know you were on the Ravens. I think the Survivor you mentioned, or like half my Survivor teams were Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> so like I can't imagine you watching and, that. And it w- and Ravens money line was the last leg of my party. Like, was your heart like palp like palpitating like? I was standing as close to the projector screen as possible, like so I can get like a good view of what was going to happen. And for some reason, I was ultra confident, ultra ultra confident. When they were lining up for the field, it was like it wouldn't be more. I think Craig looked at me and was like, "You're good." As long as it's online, it's good. That's exactly what you said. That's exactly what you said. He has the the fucking leg, and he's not missing left or right. It's fucking Tucker. Yeah, and you even had you even were able to muster up that sentence as miserable as you were post Giants game. But you did give me that little bit of hope, which I appreciate. We don't have to talk about that. But yeah, it's <laughs> well, let's talk about it. The New York Football Giants. Oh, there's nothing to talk about. It was the worst game I've ever watched. As soon as they were dominant, Atlanta didn't cross midfield the first half. And as soon as I saw the scoreboard and they only had six points to show for it, I knew they were dead. I knew they were totally dead. Bunch of injuries. Sterling Shepard went down. Sladen went down. Blake Martinez out for the year towards ACL. So it's just on this note, I'd like to update my. I think I called them the eleven and six. <laughs> Uh, New York Giants. I was gonna bring it up. Are you gonna say ten and? Th- I am going to update my update my score. I'm not gonna do anything drastic, because it's only been three weeks. <laughs> so everybody needs to pump the brakes. I'm going from eleven and six to two and fifteen, <laughs> and I genuinely think that I'm being conservative here. You're I don't think this team's winning more than four games. But if you go if you <laughs> go through if you go through the games, they should be two and one. But the problem is, like, they're not. <laughs> What's so funny about they're not, that? They're not. They're not. And they're getting hurt. They're not. And they're getting hurt. I think it's they maybe take a game from Philly. I think they're going to get swept by Dallas. Washington's going to be a problem. And any other team in the league not named Houston's going to be a problem. Look, I, I, we don't I, need to spend much time on them because they don't drive. No, no, no. They it's stink. Like, it's like I'm what Colin says. That. We don't talk about the bad teams. Yeah, you don't talk about the bad teams. I agree. But I, I'm a culprit it, of this, too. So this isn't like a direct chirp. But listening to a homer is like one of my favorite things to do. But it's it's difficult to not talk to people that don't watch the game because you don't see what happens. How many times does a defensive lineman jump offside on a game-winning field goal? That's a win. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the games in the NFL, that's a win. A hundred percent. That's a win. I agree. Last week, dominate the game for the first, I don't know, forty minutes. That has to be a win. And you get outscored ten nothing in the last three minutes and fifteen seconds. Just can't happen. It was fucking good. Good teams, and we see it. But yeah, so that's good teams see, yeah. find a way to win. Exactly, those games. they're just not there. They're they just there. find a way. They're just not there. Enough Giants talk for one episode. I want to talk about a game. <laughs> Please, I really need to talk about this game. You know, I got fact, games. I got to talk the about the fact that this has not been brought up yet, because we are watching the up and coming. Could be the best quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. It's not Patrick Mahomes. He played Patrick Mahomes. It's not Tom Brady. Joe sorry. Montana. I'm sorry I took away your, your, your thunder there. It's Justin Herbert. And the fact that we're, what, 25 minutes into this episode and he hasn't been talked about yet is beyond me. What he did that day just storms into Arrowhead and just beats the Chiefs in that fashion, like fourth and nine. We're just, Herbert, stay on the field. You know, we have, we, we have so much trust and confidence in you as our quarterback you're just going to stay on the field. We're not giving the ball to Patrick Mahomes. And you're just going to go down and score a fucking touchdown. That play call was one of the gutsiest play calls I've seen in football. Not this year, not last year, within the last five years. You're fourth and nine. 
field goal to go up three with a minute left. I don't think there's a coach nor I don't think there's a coach that makes that call, other than him. I was listening to what's his name Staley, the coach Brandon Staley. Yeah. Staley. Yeah. He went on the herd, and Colin asked him about that play obviously, and he said it didn't matter how far it was we were going for it, like because the second you start settling against the Chiefs is when you yeah. lose. He said it didn't matter how far the fourth down was we were going for it, and I have all the faith in Herbert. Speaking of Herbert, I made this call off the record this week to like my friends, my Twitter account, but I'll put it on the record. There's not a quarterback in the NFL I'd rather have than Herbert. That's not named Patrick Mahomes. That means I'd rather Herbert over Josh Allen. For the future. You're you're talking, the next, yeah, you're talking the, building a team, yeah. and I couldn't agree more. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I love Stafford. Stafford, all these guys, I would take Herbert, and I'm, I'm not joking when I tell you. I'm, I'm getting close to saying something crazy. I'm not going to say it right now. He's in second right now, but I'm getting really close to saying something stupid. So I'm gonna hold off, and I don't even think it's that far fetched. Cause give me like, hear me out. He wins. He breaks all the rookie records in the world. Yep, that were all time. Comes into this year, and like you said about Carolina, what the good teams do. What do we need to do? What do we need to address to make our players that we have flourish? They have a totally rebuilt offensive line. Got the yep. two best guys from Green Bay. Drafted, I forget his name, tenth or eleventh overall from Northwestern. Yep. Eckler's there. You get rid of Gordon. Give a fucking full, full, like, timeshare to, like, the running back position. Mike Williams they're using as a first-round pick now. Keenan Allen's always been great. You get rid of Hunter Henry. You bring in cheap tight end Jared Cooks. You can you spend some more money around on other positions. The foundation of this team is rock solid, and it all starts with the quarterback, and they have found just an absolute, like, needle in a haystack. Needle in a haystack. It's it's like I'm jealous because you go like so many teams in the league just go through like turmoil, like hoping to find that quarterback. You just watch on a Sunday and just like be happy about it. And it just doesn't exist for the majority of the league. It doesn't exist for Char- anybody. Chargers fans, crazy. Chargers fans should just be happy going to sleep because knowing that you have that guy for 15 years is a phenomenal feeling. Don't ever put him like don't put him in the Patrick Williams conversation yet. I didn't I didn't do it yet. He's in the conversation with me. I didn't do it yet. He's no, there with me. God, I think talent-wise, we're not far, but I won't say it. Like I can't, I can't put him there you yet. Can't, you can't. Uh, to me, you can't. You can't. Say I can't. It. I can't. I'm not going to. Can't. But I am getting ready to. Was it season three? Season three, I might say something crazy. I'm already going to go down to saying this is the new Brady Manning of the AFC. Oh, for sure. Josh Allen aside. For yeah, jo- no Josh. Lamar Allen. Jackson aside. Lamar aside. Baker Mayfield aside. 100%. Within the same division, this is going to be a fucking battle in the trenches every single year, every single game they play. And they're going to sw- like switch swap AFC and championships twice a year. and Super Bowls Twice every year. a year we get to see this. Potentially three times a year. Oh, my it's God. Unbelievable, it's going to be man. so fun. I, I, I thought that was the game of the week. I thought that Hands was the down. best game of the week. Hands down. I mean, I was on the Chiefs, but I thought it was the best game of the and week. And like when you look at their team as a whole, like they have a way better roster, I think. Both sides of the ball. They definitely have a better roster on defense. Nothing to talk about there. Um, moving on, I have two games I need to touch on. My two favorite teams in the NFL. The Saints, I promised a huge bounce back game by them. And I can confidently say now the Saints have a top five defense in the NFL. <laughs> yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers might have a top five defense. In the NFL, <laughs> but that means uh, there's four other teams. Uh, <laughs> four other teams get to have that spot. If the Saints played defensively how they played this week, they will finish the season with a top five defense. Michael Thomas will come back. 
Jameis is getting more and more comfortable in the offense. The Saints are legit. They're not Super Bowl contenders, but they're definitely playoff contenders. So I'm sticking with my double-digit wins on the Saints. And second, my game of the week, although that was that game was great, the Chiefs and the uh, – who else did they play? The Chiefs and Chiefs, the Chargers. Chargers. My game of the week was the Rams and the Tampa because, as you guys know, I am an actual Rams addict. Like, I am addicted to Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. I guarantee to win. I told you guys, McVay cared about that win so much more than anybody else in that game. Did you see him at halftime, like, going to the yeah, locker room? Yeah, he's going nuts. It was as if he just he won the sprinting. World Series. I did not know that record. Did you see his record going into half? 30 and 0. 40 and 0. 40 and 0. Yeah. It was 39 and 0 before. 40 and 0. It's ridiculous. McVay needed that win so badly. He got it. Stafford has arrived. Cooper Cup is easily a top five receiver in the league today. This team is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. They are so good. I'm going to ride this the whole season. And I'll splash in yeah, Denver. They're Denver looked great. Yeah, like it's pretty impressive. They are um, they're 2.1 right now to win the division. And that is crazy to me considering the start that like the Niners have had, the Cards have had, and Seattle's one and two, but they're still in the mix. Like taking that they're two to one to win, there's a three and O team and a two and one who's team. Two, who's through two to two to one to win? The Rams. The division. the division. Yeah. We might have to pause the podcast Are so you, I could plug there's that. There's just no way that's real life. They're I'm two gonna, to I'm one. Gonna, I'm gonna confirm that. They're two point one to talking, one. Let me confirm. They're, they're two if point. You, just please confirm that because I'm gonna have to take a break from they're, the podcast. They're two <laughs> they're two point one to one to win the division right now as of like 5 p.m. today give us a second here this could be groundbreaking news they're plus 110 the rams are plus 110 to win the nfc west what is happening (laughs) what is happening (laughs) what the fuck it's how is that possible I'll, i'll tell you why it's because they play arizona this week okay (laughs) (laughs) and they're five point favorites this week yeah when's their next tough game it's crazy when's their next game under a field goal spread Uh, they'd be over uh, if they're five to arizona there'd be at least five to san francisco and way more to seattle seattle could be a touchdown stay stay tuned tilters for what what's about to happen because oh my god i'm actually tripping that's absolutely insane i might parlay that with the chiefs to win the division too because they're even money, you said, they're right? They're even money to win the division. They're 1.83, right? yeah. Oh, my God. We might smack that. We'll Tilters? Talk. We'll talk. Tell me I'm going to put a fucking leg on that. Stay, stay freaking tuned. Holy shit. This could be the bet of the year. We'll confirm it with you guys next episode. Chiefs and Rams to win the division are both was. plus money. I want to tune in on another opportunity. Wow. This isn't the first time you're going to hear this from me. I genuinely believe that the Minnesota Vikings are going to win this division. I genuinely, genuinely believe that they have a shot. And let me make it clear. I think they have one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. But I think they can go toe-to-toe with any team. I've watched all three games. I truly believe in this team. And you can make a case that they could be 3-0 as well. Overtime against Cincinnati. Make a fumble on the 40 to win. Fumble on the 40 to kick and win. And the guy misses a 37-yarder yeah. to win. This, this, this I was going to say, if, if we're being honest, fumbling on the 40, they weren't making that kick with, with Greg Joseph kicking the ball. Oh, my God. This guy is horrendous. For 30, for, from 37 yards to, to win, and then he fumbles on the 40. This team should be 3-0. I think their schedule is very hard. 
They are phenomenal. They have all the weapons to do like and their make defense, some noise, but the like, defense is good. They're a little banged up right now, but the defense is good. They brought in this vigil guy. He's been playing he's good. This yeah, vigil good. guy. He's been playing phenomenal linebacker. He looks yeah. like that guy on like on like Madden where like you don't put any attributes to him. He's like one of those guys yeah. at the side. He literally looks like Keekly. Like he looks exactly like Keekly. That's a compliment. I know. He's phenomenal. We're going, we're going a different direction there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um what else? What were the night games? Oh, Packers. We I think oh we all love the Packers. God, we did, yeah. Packers. All of the Packers. But that game was crazy at the end. That was just an Aaron Rodgers like Yeah, like, it was, like have you forgot about me? It game? was another like, one of those moments like was did you have a doubt in your mind Rodgers getting the ball back was gonna be a swap? I didn't. Thirty seven seconds is so much time. It's so, so much, much time, time when you have a quarterback that knows what he's doing. And on top of that I was impressed Jimmy came down the field and scored a touchdown first. I remember – so I always talk about Colin because, like, he's literally my favorite person ever. Yeah. He tweeted something. He's like, if J- – like, like he said, like, it was basically impossible Jimmy scored a touchdown there. Really? Like, he basically said it's not Yeah, possible. I was impressed. I was really impressed with Garoppolo. I, I, people gave up on him so quickly. Well, he had a horrible first, like, quarter and a half. But, like, he's not Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's going to – he's going to – he's not going to look perfect on every drive. No. But on no. a team like that, like, he's proven he could literally take you to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah and no, he's yeah. one throw away from winning the Super Bowl. Which is pretty crazy. And then Monday night, Dallas just throttled Philly. Philly's in a tough spot. I think they're in a worse spot than New York, to be honest. Philly's in a worse spot than New York. What makes you say that? Just foundational wise. I don't like I think New York has better pieces on defense, better pieces on offense too. I I couldn't name one receiver other than Devonta Smith on Philadelphia. Yeah. Rigor. Like Quez Watkins. Yeah. And like it's all it comes down to the quarterback. I understand. I was that. gonna say it really just depends on like like right now. Like wh- where do the Giants stand next season? Right like, now, I think Daniel Jones is having a great year. To be honest, no, and he and he is. Yeah. It's just at what point do you have to see wins to pay someone? Yeah, no, you have like, to. Like what see kind what of contract yeah. is he? Is he a free agent after this year? No, he was, he was drafted in twenty nineteen. So he has one more year He's after this. One more year, yeah. Okay, so they have time. Yeah, like yeah, I know. But yeah, Jalen Hurts did not play well. He really did not play well. What do you think about Dallas? I think they're for real. They're so oh. not for real. I think they're for real. If Sometimes I had one person in the NFL that I want to line up with an AK-47, it would be Micah Parsons. <laughs> I hate <laughs> he him, He thinks too. he is such a fucking stud. He's such stud. a cowboy. Like he's he, such a cowboy. He comes into the league from Penn State. He thinks he's like fucking Fred Werner or whatever the fuck his name is yeah. from San Fran. On San Fran, like, yeah. You're literally 10 years old. Like, grow the fuck up. Listening to Stephen A. Smith talk about the Cowboys is, is hysterical. Like, I'm in love with it. Like, he always the biggest Cowboys homer. But I just love listening to talk. He put the Cowboys. Doesn't he hate the Cowboys? Or is it he skips, loves, skips love? He loves the Cowboys. Uh, I thought he always chirps the Cowboys. No, he put the Cowboys at number two power rankings <laughs> over the Chiefs and the Bucks. I was and the dying. the Bucks beat them, didn't they? Yeah. What are you talking about? Stephen A. Smith put Cowboys as his number two right now in the power rankings over the Chiefs and the Bucks. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Hit the Rams at one? Obviously. That makes sense. But, like, I think... Again, this stat comes back to, like, back in my mind every time Dallas plays well. Dak can beat bad teams. He cannot beat a good team. You've seen it year in, year out. He's like 11 and I think I was listening to some show. It might have been First Things First. He's like 11 and 0 in the past two years against, like, horrendous teams. Right, like, under 500 teams. Horrendous teams. Yeah. When it comes to those teams, you're going to be placed, like, play, uh, facing the playoffs. He's like 2 and 9. And it all is, comes down yeah. to that. Like that's what, like still, okay, yeah, he looks. He'll put up forty points against Fletcher Cox, who's forty-five years old on Philadelphia. Yay! Go beat Tom Brady. Yeah. Go I'm, beat 
at least the fucking Washington football team this year. Like, someone. Go I'm, be like a Seattle. Like, fuck. I'm going to get into this when I make one of my picks about the Broncos related. But, yes, they're 3-0. and Yes, they have played three teams that are 0-9 combined, which is obviously a nightmare. But, again, you can only play who you can play. That's why I think, obviously, playing Baltimore this week, it's going to be a huge test for yeah. a team like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, beat a good team. Yeah, Beat a good sure. team and then talk to me. Yeah. Denver, I'm sort of buying into because they're doing what they're supposed to do. If you're a good team, you destroy yeah, them. You throttle teams. these teams. You, yeah. like, destroy them. Yeah, like, slit their throats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question for you around the horn, and then we got to move on to next week because I can't wait to talk picks. <laughs> if you were to... <laughs> If you were to take one team, just imagine like an episode without football anymore. Like I can't imagine. <laughs> what did we talk about? Like I love it. You're just like I just can't wait anymore. We need to talk. <laughs> picks. Like what, what are we gonna talk about? Like Evgeny Dadanov in three weeks. Like like like, th- like great. Like last week was fun. Like there's su- Sunday's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Like there are games in like a day. Okay, go on. Sorry. I just and to say that. I I also wanted to say, for everybody who listened last year, you know the NFL is so good this year. We have not talked college once. No. By the way. There's nothing. No. I, I can't. I literally can't. I don't there have hasn't the brain been much going on in college other than Clemson being and horrible. Georgia being incredible. Yeah. But, yeah. And anyways. I totally cut off your train of thought. I'm sorry about that. What were you saying? You wanted to go around the horn. Yeah, you wanted to go around the horn. Oh, okay. I, I <laughs> wanted to I wanted to uh, give you two teams right now, and you have to pick one who you think is going to have a more successful year right now. You know what's funny? I feel like every time we're given, I'm giving any questions. Like, I don't hesitate. I'm literally gonna spit an answer. I know you're not gonna hesitate, question. but I do. I do think these. Like I've thought about these. I do think these comparisons are very fair. You're gonna go through a couple. I'm gonna go through a couple. Oh my god, I love this. Okay. This is a crazy surprise. It's it's segment. It's called Korshki's this or that. This or that with Korshki. Korshki's Le- swipe left or fu- swipe Korshki's right. this or that with Korshki. Yeah. Okay. I'm your host, Korshki. I'm your host, Korshki. <laughs> DJ, call me Korshki. <laughs> All right, hit me. For the rest of the season, who do you think is going to have a better year? Okay. The Denver Broncos or the Carolina Panthers? Denver Broncos. Great. Are we giving reasoning or are we just saying? I'm going to go Carolina Panthers. Their their division's horrible. This is exactly what I wanted. Now, why? Tell me why. You want me to Quickly. start? I'll just start. Division's horrible. Denver's going to have to play Oakland 3-0. Chargers 2-1. and All I think every team in that division has a better quarterback. I think every team in that division has a better offense. Denver might have the best defense in that division. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to go toe-to-toe with Herbert, toe-to-toe with Carr, toe-to-toe with Mahomes. I don't know if Teddy can do that. But he doesn't turn the ball over, which is good. Darnold's going to have to go toe-to-toe with Jameis, who they've already beaten once, toe-to-toe with Atlanta twice, who they s- pretty much suck. And then Brady, even if they get swept by the Bucks, they're still looking good. I think they're going to be in a better position um, year-end. That's a great point. Great point. Didn't come to my mind right away. <laughs> But now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm thinking about it, I could genuinely see Denver going 500 in their division. Yeah, I think they're they that good. They could. And I and realistically, I think the Saints are going to split with Carolina, and I think Tampa's going to sweep them, which puts them both at 500 in the division. Again, I like Carolina. I think I think this is tight. I'm just so bought into Denver right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm they're so bought into Denver. The defense is way better than Carolina's, in my opinion. Mm. And the offense is like, yes, I'd rather Carolina's offense, but Teddy's making do with these weapons. He doesn't make mistakes, and he covers spreads. Covers spreads and wears two gloves. Yeah. Okay. Even Good split. Good one. I, I I thought it was tight. I think Denver's injuries up front are scary, like obviously McCaffrey too. But um, for the division reason, I also went Carolina. But I do like Denver a lot. Their defense is strong. In division matchup, who would you rather take right now to have a better season moving forward? The Arizona Cardinals or the San Francisco 49ers? Fuck. This is, you know what? As you said Arizona, in my head I'm like, he's going to say Niners, and I don't know. 
Yeah. I, but I'm going to make. I'm so happy you said you didn't say Seattle. No, yeah. Because no. I came into this podcast week one saying they're going to finish last in this division. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely suck. They suck. I'm going to go Arizona. I'm going to go. I think Arizona. Believers. Gonna be- I'm going to say they have a better year. I haven't really seen that. Oh my God, San Francisco defense that they had two years ago. And everybody's like this year. Oh, they're back healthy. We got their corners back. We got our defensive line, our linebackers back. It hasn't been the same. It just hasn't been the same, and I like that explosiveness they have with Kyler. Jimmy's sort of like stationary, which is fine, but I'm, I'm going to take Arizona. I'm going to go the other way, and I'm going to take San Fran for a couple reasons, but the main reason being, I just think they're a more buttoned-up team, top to bottom. I think they're better coached. I think they have a more, just a better group, a better team in terms of they don't need to score 30, 40 points a week to win, where I think Arizona does. I don't see Arizona winning a, te- a game that's like in the teens or the 20s. San Fran could just shut it down, get into a groove, long drives, win games. That's what Shanahan does. They run the ball a thousand times a game. The defense is beyond elite. Jimmy Garoppolo could limit mistakes. I think Arizona needs to do so much to win a game, so much flashiness, so much. I don't I don't think K- Kyler's not throwing for 6,000 yards and 80 touchdowns this year. I just It's not going to happen. I think San Fran's more buttoned up. I think they're more professional. They're just more, more of a – a better team in my eyes. I don't know. How, I don't know what the yeah. word is. I'm looking for a word. I can't find it. I know Corey's probably gonna say Arizona. You said Arizona. It's not a bad pick. I just I'll take San Fran. I'm in love with the Cardinals' offense. Um, I just think they're so explosive. I think Kyler's incredibly rare. Like I've I've never seen. I haven't seen a player like this in a long time. Phenomenal arm, great pocket presence, and can beat you. I think you. <laughs> there is a three second forty. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's, he's the fastest guy I've ever he's seen. Not, he's not slow. 40. He's not slow. <laughs> and it he's just goes slow. to show last week too. Kyler, I think, threw for one touchdown pass and threw under 200 yards, and they still find ways to win. I, yes, they play Jacksonville. Got a pick six. Their defense is improving. I like their defensive line too. But yeah, I, I hear you both ways. See, but my other problem is too. And give me one second. I just want to pull up the score, so I don't mess this up. Jacksonville was winning the game oh. with like with like. 19 points that's my fear with arizona is that if the offense isn't constantly on the gas like yes they pulled out a win against jacksonville which god like yes they should if they can't if they can't score points i think they're gonna struggle like they were against jacksonville yeah so that's my concern there but i'm not in love with san fran amazing yeah it's yeah last one and by the way we're gonna post all these uh to our morning tilt story to see what the audience thinks see if the audience agrees with crayfish with rafa career rub the last one, another really tight one. Who would you rather have for the rest of the year in terms of success? The Tennessee Titans or the Las Vegas Raiders? Oh, another – you're really killing me here. It's a really good one. I think you're they're identical really teams. You're killing me here. I'm shocked that I'm not giving speed answers. I'm going to go with oh, – you're just talking season success. You just have to go with Tennessee because their division sucks, but I think Oakland's a better team or Las Vegas is a better team. I have the better quarterback. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. They have it. a way better defense. <laughs> better tight they have end. a way better defense. I think their defenses uh, are both Vegas's defense is horrendous. Shit. No, but yeah. uh, tight, the Titans is Swiss cheese. Titans, I, think, I think Oakland's is just as bad. Titans is really, really bad. Oakland's, I guess, a little better. I th- like, Tennessee's weapons are better. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. They just have a horrible division. And then if you're talking long-term success, you just have to go that way. I'm going to agree. Titans are going to probably win six. They can go 6-0 in their division. And and again, like Vegas, I think their best case is 500 in the division. That's three games right there. Yeah. And the Titans would have one loss this year. 
Yeah, yeah like like yeah. they're, they're going to be ahead just by the division. I love – I really like Derek Carr. Like, I'm a huge Derek Carr fan. The Titans just have too – it's too easy of a walk. It's way too easy of a walk. Yeah, I'm on Team Titans too, mainly because of their explosiveness. Titan, baby. Um, I, I, I actually think their defense is worse. Because I think their defense is bottom five in the NFL. It's just horrible. It's they address, horrible. They address, I think Vegas's might be too. They address no needs, but uh, I'm going to go on the back of like a guy like Derrick Henry. He's game-changing. Um, so they're phenomenal. Um, by the way, we're watching Jay's post game. Marcus Semyon is gorgeous. <laughs> like this guy looks like he, he looks like he hit 44 home runs this year. Another storyline before we move on to picks. Did you guys hear about Devin Williams? Do you know who that is? I need a refresher. Devin Williams is a pitcher on the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. The Milwaukee Brewers Sit just... assume I do not know who that yeah, is. No, I don't know who that is. You're going to love this. This is the definition of why athletes aren't, aren't uh, academics. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> Devin Williams, they just clinched um, to make it to the playoffs, won the division. And he, he had a great year, like fired up for the playoffs. And in the locker room, he was so excited that he punched the wall, fractured his hand, and he's out for the year. <laughs> That's a nightmare. <laughs> He That's was so fired up, he punched the wall twice, fractured his hand. I believe it got surgically repaired, and he's out for the year. Like, what are you, moron? Like, what, are, what are you idiot? doing? That's like when, like, they jump, like, they, they, you know. There was a Saints kicker who tore his hamstring celebrating a field goal. <laughs> there was that player on Chicago who celebrated a sack a few years ago and tore his ACL. Yeah. Tore his Achilles, excuse me. People need to take it easy. Maybe Kevin, that's why the NFL brought down the taunting rules. Yeah. You know who always made me nervous? Kevin Garnett in pregame is bashing his skull into the into the back <laughs> into the basket. Like, can you take a breath? Like, relax. Yeah. Like, you're not like Khalid from Longest Yard. He's like, he's, that's literally how he would act. You know, like that, like that, like uh, protected part underneath the rim. He just smash his forehead into it five times, oh my God. as hard as possible. But it was his pregame ritual, and he could do whatever he wants. He can that's do whatever true. he wants. You know who else can? <laughs> Segways, <laughs> Joey Gorgeous Burrow. <laughs> Segways tomorrow night, <laughs> home to Jacksonville. <laughs> oh man, that was so good. <laughs> what do we think? Fading. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't fade more. This is unwatchable. I, I don't think I'm going to watch the game. Honestly, I don't think I can. It's it's just it's an embarrassment. Like <laughs> Thursday night football is an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> they never I have just, good games on Thursday night. I just came out with a I just came out with my own theory and I think it's bulletproof. I need you to tell me if I'm crazy. <laughs> if Corey, if the team Corey likes is favored by over a touchdown, it's a fade. <laughs> Cuz he can't take the points cuz he likes the other team, but he won't lay over a touchdown. I can't I can't, I can't take a he, team. So you're if, saying he likes Cincinnati, but tomorrow. they're over a touchdown, it's a fade. Yeah. Cuz he can't take it's too many points to take, but he can't take Jackson. Cincinnati's about his 5, he's hammering it. Hammering it from 6 and a half. He's hammering it at 6 and a half. I'm I'm going to I'm calling that right now. I don't like 7 and a half. And <laughs> I've been screwed. Honestly, I, I have a soft spot for Trevor Lawrence, and it, it's it's embarrassed me the first three games. I just think one of these days, he's gonna be the Trevor Lawrence that everyone thought he was. One hundred percent. And they'll beat any team. Like he'll show up and he'll win. And I just I don't want to be on the wrong side of that. So I like fading the like I faded the Jags last week, and it was close. They yep. they were up nine in the late in the third quarter with the ball. I'm not saying he played well, but I just think. It's coming, and I don't want to be on the bad side, especially with a team like the Bengals who are fake good. They're not good. My biggest problem with this game, and uh, people laugh at me when I talk about like storylines from 100 years ago, Trevor, uh, Joe Burrow is one of the, if the only, 
college quarterback I think Trevor Lawrence ever lost to. Like he lost to one or two. I think there's a little there's a little vengeance here. I think Trevor Lawrence wants this one. I not think this is a spot they could win. Not only college quarterback, like quarterback ever. Like no he, quarterback ever. Yeah, period. Uh, before the NFL, like season, I bet you in grade nine when he lost that one game, it was probably to Joe Burrow. Yeah, like I expect I expect the Bengals to win. I expect the Bengals to cover. But I have a gut feeling this is a sneaky spot for Jacksonville to just pull a rabbit out of a hat oh. and maybe win this game. So I'm not touching it. Fading. I think it's Fading. another struggle fest for Trevor Lawrence. I want him to be good too. This could be the worst quarterback class that's been the most overhyped class of all time. You're also such a like in the closet Homer Bengals fan. Like, I'm not. You I just are. think the Bengals are this is the third <laughs> week in the row. You're like Bengals. I love and them. And they're covered both weeks. <laughs> Jamar Jackson caught one, Jamar Chase caught one touchdown. He's fucking losing his mind. <laughs> yeah, this guy they, loves they're the literally Bengals. amazing. Um, not actually. Um, but it goes to show how quickly we throw on these quarterbacks. Like we expect them to come in the league right away and be good, but it's just not the case. Um, but I'm rooting for him. I just think he struggles again this week. I'll take the Bengals um, and lay the points. I have another um, Corsi's corner. What was it called? Take it or leave this it? This or that. This or that. I'm your host, Korshki. This or that. After three weeks in the NFL, who would you rather have for the rest of the season? Not for their career. For the rest of the season. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, or Mac Jones? On their respective teams? Yes. I have to go Mac Jones. Yeah, that's the only reason I have to go Mac Jones. No, no, no. I'm not talking about like team performance. I'm talking about quarterback performance. Yeah, but... it. it they how can I, how can I take one and not the other? They coincide. Like, for yeah. example, like... like how about I'm starting a franchise with, like, a 7 out of 10 team, an average team who would I rather a quarterback? Sure, we can Trevor do that. Yeah, that's, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. There you go. I think he's on the worst team of all the ones you named, yeah. other than the Jets. Yep. I just think the other guys are in so much better positions. But, yeah, if I have to take one of those teams to do better, I think it's going to be New England. They're just a way better team with the best coach. But if I could take, like, an average team and plug in one of those four quarterbacks for the rest of the year, it's Trevor Lawrence. I'm not even thinking twice. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I agree. All the Zach Wilson, uh, the whole hype train kind of, I don't know, I haven't heard them. I you, mean, throw, you throw five interceptions. Oh, you'll hear, it, you'll hear it later in the episode, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's like you throw five interceptions, I'm not talking about it. Right, we'll come back on the BYU local. But, moving on. I think it's time. Is it pick time? I think it's time. Okay. We have picks, and we have a lock ticket. And let me let me mention, <laughs> if you listened to us last week... And you did what we say. Take the lock ticket. I don't care what you have. Sell it and put it on the lock ticket. You're a rich man. You're you're chilling right now. You're on a boat. I don't know because that lock ticket was bulletproof. Bulletproof. Absolutely bulletproof. Like bulletproof. I don't even think there was a sweat. No, I don't think there was a sweat either. So we have a lock ticket. We have picks. But before we get there, we're going to go where the Irish like to go. And it's somewhere Oh. Over the rainbow. Life's too short to bet the under. We take overs. We go around the room and we take the smash of the week. What is going over? Now, let me get this straight. We all missed last week. Yes. We did all miss last week. But as you know, we don't shy away when we struggle. We look it in the face and we say this is a new week. So take it or leave it. You want to fade? You do that. A lot of people faded our lock ticket last week because we missed the week before. And now you're kicking yourself. Tune in. Three overs. Poppy. Start it off. I'm 0-3. I myself am 0-3. It's been three weeks. I've missed three overs. Um, my confidence is as low as humanly possible right now when it comes to overs. But fuck do I love this pick this week. 
Las Vegas Raiders Monday night divisional game against the Chargers. The over is 52 and a half. I'm not even joking. If the over was 65 and a half, I would take it. That is how confident I am in this over. This is going to be a high-flying, just militia of touchdowns. Militia of touchdowns. I don't think either team will run the ball once. This could be the first <laughs> game in NFL history where there is not a running play. Derek Carr and Herbert are going to go pass for pass, yard for yard, touchdown for touchdown in this game. I think it's going to be like 24-all at half. I think there's going to be almost 50 points at half. Who would be your number one fantasy pick for that game? Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Of course. <laughs> Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Eileen Waller. Waller is going to be really good. Sneaky pick. Um, Deshaun Watson's boy from Clemson. What's his name? Renfro. Oh, Renfro. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. You know what they call third down in Vegas? What? Third and Renfro. <laughs> Literally third and Renfro. I think maybe not fantasy wise he's gonna have the best game, but this guy's gonna have a very He's a guy you need on your team. Very important role in this game. Yeah. My favorite players are the ones who suck in fantasy, but get you seven third like down. Like Danny Amendola. I, I, I was actually talking to one of our boys about this yesterday. I wish fantasy had a thing where receivers get a quarter point for every third and five or longer that they convert. Yeah. You should get a quarter point. If you convert a third and five or longer and you're a receiver, you should get a quarter point in fantasy. It's way more important than anything else. Like, I guess. If you're Emmanuel Sanders and you go five for six for five first downs, that is, like, the most important player on the field that game. <laughs> they win the game ball. You win the game ball. That's why they're different things, real life and fantasy. I know. I, I hate fantasy. I love fantasy, but I <laughs> fucking hate fantasy. It's the worst. So you have over 52.5 Vegas Chargers. Over 52.5 Vegas Chargers. I think it goes over 65. I can see that. I'm wow. not even kidding. Wow. 32 all in overtime? 100%. And um, then, like, two field goals and a touchdown? Crayfish. 51.5. <laughs> I'm going to go with Corey's. You know, he calls me a Bengals fan. I'm going to go right back at him. He's a Vikings fan. Browns, Vikings over 51.5. Vikings at home. I swear to God, they haven't scored less than 30 points at home in 10 years. The Skulls, the Claps, Minneapolis. Kirk Cousin has eight touchdowns and zero interceptions this year. He has 950 yards passing. Justin Jefferson's going to be flying. Thielen's going to be out there. Dalvin Cook, hopefully he's not a fucking band-aid this year. My only worry with this over is that I really need Minnesota to be up early because if they are not, Browns are just going to chug Chubb and Kareem Hunt down Agreed. their throat. And I just can't have that happen to hit 51 and a half points, 52 points. So hopefully it's a good game through and through. I'm going to take over 51 and a half. Ugh, I love it. And I, I can't get enough of this Vikings team. Um, I'm going to go a different direction. And I think this is the first time on the tilt this year that an over has been taken where the number is less than 50. I'm going to take a very low number this week. I love it. And it's going to be over 44 points when the Tennessee Titans visit the Zach Wilson-led New York Jets. I'm yeah. in love with it. Now, let me guess. They put up zero last week. They did not score a field goal. They had zero points on the board, and that's exactly why I love them to bounce back this week. Professional athletes are, are truly embarrassed at bad performance. I think that this is the week that Zach Wilson and the Jets offense – Turn it around. I'm not saying they put up 30. I think they can go down in March and have at least two touchdowns, a couple field goals, put up 20, 21 points, and just lose to the Titans by 10, 15 points. I think there can be a lot of points in this game. I'm going to take the over 44 and Titans-Jets. I like I it. I really, really like it. 
Really like it. We'll get into more. Plus, of that like later. we, everybody knows how I feel about the Titans' defense. It's yeah, horrific. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bottom five defense. It's horrific. Oh God, that's good stuff. Are Picks. We, are we starting? Like I'm nervous. Let's ha- let's do a little recap of last week because sure. If it, oh, you want to recap last week? We have to because I I I just want to like, I don't know that, that there's many podcasts out there, or many football guys. That truly just look failure in the face and say, we sucked last week. Let's run it back right now. Like, we're still confident. Last week, I want to be clear. We went 1-3-1, and 2-4. and four. Like, we were brutal. Brutal. We sit on the podcast. We look it in, in the face, adversity, and we go, let's go. Let's rock and roll. Rafa, 4-1. and Kreerab, 4-2. I'm sticking behind 2-3. Over 500 on the year. We're back. Recap the records to go into week three. We're going into week. We're going into week four. Four. Crayfish, myself, seven, seven, and one. Rafa with a big week gets him back, nearing five hundred at seven, eight, and one. And Corey just off a horrible week one is crawling back. He's seven, nine, and one after a four and two week three. So we're coming in hot. Definitely, Rafa and Kreerab are coming in sizzling like John Carlos Stanton hot. Mm. I literally. So why don't we start with the crown? Uh, I'm ready. Why don't we start with you? Who do you like in week four? Let me tell you, coming off that horrendous week two, I literally looked at the menu of games for week three and just pimp slapped the shit out of it. <laughs> like Tuesday morning after my disastrous week. I loved that board. And my God, do I love week four. I have four picks for you, plus my survivor and our locks. But let's start with the picks. I think this is my favorite pick of the week. I can't put it on the lock ticket, but I fucking love it. The Lions are plus three on the road, Soldier Field, Chicago, against the Bears. The Lions are have, first of all, they're two and one against the spread. Week one, looked atrocious in the first half, came back covered. Week two, leading at halftime against the, ba- the Packers. Don't cover the spread, but damn, they looked good in the first half. And this week had absolutely no business, no business losing that game to Baltimore. The Lions are a tough, tough team, and I think they're just so much. They're like the opposite in my eyes of what's going on in Chicago. I think Detroit, they're buying into the coach. I think they see that Jared Goff is obviously better than whoever they're going to put out in Chicago. I really think this is going to be a brutal game to watch. I think the Lions could win this game. I don't see this being a high-scoring game. I see the Lions, very tight game. In tight games like this, I'll take the points. I'm impressed. It's crazy to say. I'm impressed at what I've seen with Detroit. When you look at teams like a Houston or a Jets, who I look at and are just atrocious. And no offense, potentially the Giants. I none, think none this, I think the Lions are a, li- are a step above these teams. I think the Bears are atrocious. Matt Nagy's atrocious. Justin Fields is atrocious. Andy Dalton's atrocious. Lions, number one. Second pick, straightforward. Not much to talk about here. Packers, minus six and a half at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh has no offense. Green Bay has all the offense. So Green Bay is going to score 30, 40 points. Pittsburgh's not. That's my pick. Easy, easy touchdown cover. Easy <laughs> touchdown cover here because all Green Bay does is score touchdowns. And all the Pittsburgh does is not score touchdowns. <laughs> so I'll take the Packers. Yeah. Perfect analysis. Crazy crazy analysis. analysis. One team only <laughs> scores touchdowns. The other team never scores touchdowns. I think Rich Eisen's hiring. Oh, you know, shit. I think you could like present this like a grade I four actually, class. Like, this I is actually, how you bet football. I actually might write a book, and it'll be called Scoring Touchdowns and Not Scoring Touchdowns. <laughs> 
Saints minus seven and a half at home to the Giants. The Saints have not played a home game yet this season. Hurricane Ida. The Caesars Dome's on fire last week. They're home. They're in New Orleans. The abysmal New York Giants are coming to town. This defense is going to eat Daniel Jones for lunch at 1 o'clock on Sunday. I'm predicting two turnovers minimum. Jameis is in his groove. Blake Martinez out for the season, who I love, but he's gone. I think this team is going to eat the Giants. Double-digit win coming for the Saints. My fourth pick of the week, my second favorite team behind the Rams and the Saints. I'll say it again. Denver Broncos, <laughs> minus one, home to the Ravens. This is their first challenge. They've only beaten teams that are collectively 0-9. It's not their fault. They can only play who's on their schedule. I'm so impressed with what I've seen with Denver. They're staying at home this week, no travel. Baltimore has to go to brutal Denver to play this game. Denver's a tough place to play. Lamar Jackson stinks. I hate him. I'm taking Denver here, minus one. It's basically a pick em. I really think if Denver wins this game, I'm like all in. If Denver wins this game, I'm all be a in on Denver. Win. It'd be a massive, massive win. So I'm hoping for it. So those are my four picks. Lions plus three, Packers minus six and a half, Broncos minus one, and my New Orleans Saints minus seven and a half. Mm. Who's wanna, next? Mm. You want to go? Uh, we'll go course. crown to second best. 100%. I also have four picks of the week. And uh, I am dodging any over overs or unders because back-to-back weeks, they've just fucked me hard. Um, let's start with Rafa's favorite pick of the week. Uh, he said Lions plus three. I'm going the other way. Bears minus three at home. I don't think Justin Fields sucks at all. I thought he played in front of an offensive line that literally looked like they were out in high school. Now, I don't know if he's starting. I think he will because I do think he's their guy. He got sacked nine times. Nine times. That that will not happen again. Not even half of that. I think the Bears have a better offense when Justin Fields is going to be in. And I think they have a better defense as well. I like the Bears. Minus three. Take it. I love when we butt Take heads. It. Take it. I love when we butt heads. Vikings plus two at home. Do I need to say it? I'm slaughtering money line. I love this team. This team should be 3-0. and and this spread should be minus four and a half for the Vikings. Not only <laughs> what? Not not only if they're three now. If they're three no and they're at home to the Browns, the this Browns spread, are three no. The Browns are two and one. They're two, two and, and one. one. Who they lose to? To the Chiefs week one, but they were winning the whole game. Come on. You think this team would be minus four and a half? If they're three and at home, I think the Vikings are a top five home team in the NFL. They do not lose at home. They're phenomenal at home. Slaughter it. Just slaughter it. Ride. <laughs> <laughs> the two analysis so far touchdown don't score touchdown and the next one just slaughter and ride <laughs> how about this analysis they're at home slaughter it <laughs> slaughter and ride how about this analysis the chiefs are 1-11 and in their last 12 games against the spread <laughs> and I love the minus six and a half in Philadelphia I'm nauseous I'm actually nauseous I don't I, I can't shake this Patrick Mahomes I, I know he's been not as good I know their defense is just abysmal you still have to realize he's human it's crazy you realize he's human i'm i'm still not a believer i'm gonna take, i'm gonna take the chiefs minus six and a half the eagles looked awful on monday night uh, yeah like hurts just looked horrific uh the defense <laughs> looked horrible i didn't even think sanders was playing um i, is that, I don't know is doug peterson's little coach in them or who knows it's a nightmare over there in philadelphia um my last pick is on the other side of that monday night game and i'm gonna go with the cowboys minus four and a half versus panthers I love Chuba, but I think no CMC is going to be very impactful. Um, this revamped Cowboys defense looks serviceable. 
and their offense can put up 25, 30 points, I think they'll cover four and a half with ease. With ease. Bears minus three. Vikings plus two. Money line. Chiefs minus six and a half. Cowboys minus four and a half. That's career Rob Specs. Take it or leave it. All right. I'm leaving it. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go right out of the gate opposite of you. Carolina Panthers plus four and a half against Dallas. Again, a big test for Dak. This is like his first real test. Can he beat a good defense, a good young defense? I know there's no CMC. I'm going to take the weapons on Carolina. I like how Sam Darnold's playing. And there could be a little overreaction to the Dallas Cowboys just beating the shit out of probably the worst team in the league. I'll take the four and a half points with Carolina. I'm also going to take the points with the Cardinals. Same sort of analysis. The Rams had their Super Bowl last week against Tampa Bay. I'm getting five with two three and O teams in a divisional route. I'm going to take Cardinals plus five. I really like how they're you know battling teams. They don't have to throw for 300 yards. They don't have to throw for three touchdowns. They don't have to score 40 points. They beat a really, really bad Jags, Jags team last week, but showed another way to win, which I liked. And then, as Rafa said, the Packers minus six and a half could be the easiest money of the week. We've seen this Pittsburgh team this probably the last like seven, eight weeks combined after going 11 and 0 last year. Just stink. They cannot move the ball. Ben is anemic at quarterback. And they're just every week, every play, it seems like there's two plays a quarter. He has a viral clip of just like falling on his face. I said it when we were watching, I think last week, he's worse than Eli was in his last year. Agreed. I think hands down. Agreed. And Eli was bad. Oh, yeah. Um, And I can't believe we even talked about this game yet. The finale, I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus seven. Well, I'm saving it. You're saving it for later. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to have it in my picks. Um, Brady homecoming. I've watched that homecoming video 35 times that's been going viral on Twitter. I watched the interview with him and Jeff Darlington, and it's crazy to think about. He knows how they prep. He knows what they're going to go through this week. He knows like what our players are doing. He knows what the coaches are doing. Like He just is going to absolutely light this place on fire. He's going to get cheered on. like cra- It might be a home game for Tampa Bay. It might be a home game for Tampa Bay. Um, and also coming off a loss. I don't think Brady is just going to come out flat again. Not that he did, but they're going to win this game with ease. Minus seven. In New England for the homecoming. Panthers plus four and a half. Cardinals plus five. Packers six and a half. Bucks minus seven. Quickly, let's do Survivor. Um, I'm going to take the 17-point favorite. My reasoning? (laughs) My reasoning. I have reasoning. They're 17-point favorites. (laughs) The Buffalo Bills are playing Houston with a backup quarterback. You only see a 17-point spread once every few seasons. When you see one and you have that team available in Survivor... You take that team. Buffalo Bills, minus 17. Any of the money line for Survivor? Yeah, um, pretty great pick. I'm going to go a different way, and I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I think that's the only pick of the week. Bills, take it. Every team, slaughter it. Free money. Bills. 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 Right, so 17-point favorites all around. 17-point favorites I all mean, around. I mean, Vegas is Vegas for a reason. Like, I love the creative mm, 17 points, but, you know, I'm really feeling Davis Mills. They're going to get slaughtered. 17-point spread. There's no there's no reasoning. There's no analysis. We've talked there's about this no, for too long. You have a better everything. It's just, yeah, we've been talking about it for way <laughs> better too long. Everything. Better everything. <laughs> Find me something Houston has better. Yeah. The <laughs> lock ticket is defined as three picks that are going to hit. If I were to define it in an automatopoeia, it would be doom-doom. <laughs> hey, Robert Munch. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> the lock ticket is phenomenal. <laughs> that was hilarious. And we've made it. You have one pick. 
of the week. That pick is your lock. You must look at me and tell me that this pick is hitting no matter what. And we did that last week. And there legitimately wasn't even a sweat. I don't think we were down in any game. No. Never losing. So if you didn't take it, shame on you. You're an idiot. But we'll give you another opportunity. This one's good too, man. Poppy? I love this one. Start with me. If oh, I by the way, by the way, one of the reasons why we're going to a new studio next week is because we hit the lock ticket, right? Well, of course. So, New studio next new week. New studio next week. New studio next week. But we got to end it off here in a bang, in a, ba- in, a, in, a, in a crazy fashion. Hit me. When I looked at the schedule of all 32 teams this year, I looked at who's playing who, you know, Monday night games. Oh, the Chargers are playing the Chiefs. That's fun. Oh, Tampa's playing, you know, the Rams. If I could only watch one game this whole season, it would be this game. Sunday night. In Foxborough, Tom Brady's back. This game is going to be insane because it's going to be a blowout. The Bucks are only minus seven against the New England Patriots. Tom Brady practiced against this defense for 21 years in the NFL. They have not changed a. Se- I don't. I think is Patrick Chung still their safety? <laughs> this is the same team that Brady's played with his entire career. This is going to be. A slaughter fest. Like there, there's going to be blood all over the field uh, from the New England Patriots. <laughs> the best thing that I love about this game is Brady wants to win it so bad. All the bad blood that we think ha- between him and Belichick and Kraft taking Belichick's side. Every player on Tampa, where I just I could see it already. Brady, like do it for Brady. That's going to be like the the motto in this week's practice. Do it for Brady. And you don't think these guys who just won a Super Bowl because of Brady are going to put their lives on the line this weekend? This could be 52-14 final score. Like, this could be the biggest blowout of the season. On the other side, if Mac Jones wins this game, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do if Mac Jones wins this game. I don't know what I'll do if Jack Jones wins this game. And then that picture post-game, Mac Jones and Brady. In my head, like, something tells me, oh, that'd be cool. 52-14 final score, Bucks. Bucks minus seven. Wow. Yeah, I think we said before the podcast that um, if this is like, if there's no emotion behind this, I think this spreads like 11, 11 or 12. Like, this is a Tampa home game in the middle of the like, on week. I was eight. listening. I was listening to Pat McAfee. I think AJ Hawk said if he didn't know the spread and they asked him to make it, he has that 28.5 for the Bucks. <laughs> 28.5 for the Bucks. Tom Brady literally knows what Bill Belichick's going to have What is for this, Ohio State at Akron? <laughs> that, that, that's the vibe I'm getting from this game. Georgia versus Vanderbilt, 56-0. <laughs> In the first half. <laughs> I'm taking a lock, and uh, I'm actually also taking a primetime game. So this lock ticket is going to be at three different times. I'm going to Monday night. We're going to L.A., and we're taking the home team. Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers are minus three against the Raiders. I don't believe in the Raiders. I think they've squeaked out three really, really ugly wins against three pretty shit teams. Baltimore was a horrific win. The Dolphins, they were in trouble down 14 nothing early. And I thought uh, they Brissett made a disgusting mistake to give them a safety and the ball ended up scoring. They should have lost that game. This is a fake 3-0. I don't believe in this team at all. I think the defense is bad. I think their coaching is bad. And I don't believe in their run game at all. I think Jacobs has been hurt for two weeks. Um, Ruggs is their number one right now. He's not that good. And Carr's average. Take the Chargers. I think this spread really should be six and a half. 
I genuinely believe that. Chargers. And you also have Herbert. And you have Herbert, who I love at home. Take Herbert. That's a great game. A lot of viewers will discredit me here. A lot of viewers will, you know, be like, what the fuck are you doing, Craig? But this might be one of my favorite bets of the year. The lock of the week this week is the New York Jets at home plus seven and a half. That is the lock of the year. Could be. I'm going to sprinkle some money line here, too. I think it's plus like 480. No A.J. Brown. No Julio Jones. A look-over spot. They have a divisional matchup the next week. It's against the Jags, but it still matters. Still matters. Another week for Zach Wilson to learn. The whole coaching staff to learn. They have Elijah Moore you know, coming back healthy. Their running game hasn't been there. But this whole bet is based on pass rush alone. Tennessee's pass rush is pass rush is non-existent. Zach Wilson has played Denver Broncos, who you can argue has a top three pass rush. Mm-hmm. He has played who else has they played? Carolina. Carolina. Very, very young and up and coming defense. And I forgot who else they played. We are running short on time. I'm gonna take Zach Wilson. He's gonna have time to throw in the pocket. We all know he has a cannon of an arm. I'm getting seven and a half at home. Give me the Jets plus seven and a half. If they win this game, we're changing your middle name to Sharp. If they win the game? If they win the game, you're sharp. I'll play like a hundred bucks on money line. Jets. The Jets. The Jets. Oh yeah. The Jets plus seven and a half. The Jets plus seven and a half. The Bucks. The Bucks minus seven. And the Chargers. And the Chargers. Minus three. Lock ticket. Final lock ticket of the studio. Thank you, forty five. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. Crazy studio update. And enjoy your Sunday. Take it easy.